Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Networking. It's your superpower. I'm your host, Keisha Kent. And on this podcast, we talk about the power of networking, all the relationships that we get to connect with. I bring you diverse leaders. And the biggest thing is I want you to get this. Diversity of thought is a gift. As a leader in the space of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I get to talk to so many amazing individuals. I have over 20 years of recruitment and human resource experience, and I've been networking for such a long time. I want you to make sure that you stay tuned, you share the podcast, and you keep coming back because the one thing I'll say is you will be stretched in your thinking, and it's always my goal to bring laughter and joy to this table. Keep tuning in. Miss Keith speaks. Hey, hey. Tell them what it's it is. Focus on the power of relationships. It's your passion, it's your flavor, what's in you. Your secret sauce is Open your secret sauce. Your favor, you'll drive your hunger. There's nothing stronger than you. No one can take it. They can't steal it. They can't mimic it. And they cannot copy it. Networking truly is your superpower. (laughs) You made it! (laughs) Why was I thinking? Because I forgot you were on Eastern Standard Time. So when you said 11, I was thinking that you were talking 11 Central Time. So I was like, oh, she's early ready. I mean, ready early. But I thought about it. This girl's on Eastern time. Yes. Yes. Are you so, in are you in Detroit or Chicago? I'm in St. Louis. St. Louis. I knew it was the Midwest. You know, yeah. for us on the East Coast, Midwest is like, you know, up and down. So yeah, St. Louis. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So well, it's I'm later glad- for you in the day. Yeah. Well, I'm glad <laughs> that worked out then. So I'm early. That that never You happened. are. You are. <laughs> Did you say that never happened? Yes. (laughs) Listen here, my friend. I know you guys are probably like, who in the world does Keisha have on here this time? And who is this? And I know who this is. But I want you, my friend, if you would, first and foremost, welcome to Networking It's Your Superpower. I'm so glad that we made this time work. I'm glad that you had time to do this. And again, officially, welcome to the podcast. Tell my folks... Who in the world this this warm voice is? <laughs> Hi, Keisha. Um, it is um, an honor to be with you. Apologies. Um, springtime allergies, Philadelphia. But yes, I am here in Philadelphia. My name is Ashanti Martin. Um, I am a writer and activist and a creative strategist. And um, I'm working on a lot of different things. I'm a podcast host as well. Woohoo! At Up Explain Podcast. And I am happy to be here as your guest, but also as a student to um, pick out and learn all of your best podcast tips. So, so I'm taking notes. Hey, so let's get it then. You know what you didn't say? And I'm going to tell the people because I know you humble bug and it's good you all this is the author of the the article that i talked a few times here on the podcast black linkedin is thriving new york the new york Times. 
mm-hmm. author, mm-hmm. let me just say, of the article that we kicked off the clubhouse room. Oh my gosh. You're not telling us all the stuff. We want to know everything from I'm just saying. We want to know it all. All right. Listen, Ashanti, I want you to take just a few minutes of all the time you need, really. But talk about this article. Where in the world did that energy, where did that come from? Talk about that. Okay, well, thank you for um, the opportunity to talk about it. Um, Have you? It it did change my life. Um, I... And, and I, I recognize, you know, the reason that I'm, I'm humble about it is that, um, you know, I never wrote it to, uh, you know, when I kind of shot for the stars and said, there's, this is a big story that needs to be told. And I want it, I want uh, a, a big platform, a credible platform. Because yeah. It's a, a, a very important story. Um, but, but, you know, I was never doing it for me, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and so I think that's, I say that to explain why I'm so humble about it, but also because that's really the, the beginnings as far as the energy, um, essentially to take it back, uh, obviously, uh, you know, in, in May, May 25th, when, um, George Floyd was murdered 2020 in that week, um, I was on medical mm-hmm. job. Um, I suspect that a lot of listeners might be familiar with, um, you know, the workplace environment being one that, uh, you know, causes a lot of stress and anxiety. And I was experiencing a lot of anxiety and depression and, um, some difficulties in my job interpersonally. So, and, and after the pandemic uh, struck, I I just knew I was at the end of my rope. And so I was on medical leave and I was on LinkedIn, spending time on LinkedIn, you know, I was Uh sort of looking for a job passively, but really at that time I was very committed to just resting and resetting and really Uh to heal and sort of regain my sense of self um, so that's what I was doing in the middle of a, you know, horrific pandemic, you know, at that time, everything was, it's, I think it's, sometimes it's hard to think back on those times and just think about like the, the, the counts of, of, of deaths and the counts of hospitalizations and sicknesses and hearing, you know, people around you who have people close to them who just died unexpectedly. Um, and like that just fear. So while I'm trying to kind of heal from this, you know, very volatile workplace um, situation, that's all happening. And then, of course, the events of late May and early June. And living in Philadelphia here, I just want to say um, that you know, I live very, I live in center city, Philadelphia. So mm-hmm. I experienced firsthand and, and I, I'm not sure a lot of people did, you know, people who live in the center of these cities where you see the pictures and there were just like tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in the streets, right. um, the unrest that took place. Um, you know, I was very much in the middle of that. So, okay this was an extremely stressful time. Um, I know that 
some people might be aware of the incident in uh, Philadelphia where there were protesters on uh, the highway, Interstate 676, who were blocking the highway. And then the Philadelphia police came and tear gassed them and really just kind of barricaded them and blocked them out and have them running essentially for their lives. You know, I was sitting that day, I was sitting on my stoop outside with my daughter and we were looking up in the sky and she was just amazed at all the helicopters in the sky. Wow. Being like the best time because there were like five, six, seven helicopters overhead um, all day. And I was just, so we were sitting there and then I see this giant SWAT truck roll by. Like it mm. just looked like, you know, at a heart heavy duty military vehicle that you just wouldn't expect to see rolling down the streets of your city. Um, and everyone was like, what is going on? An hour later, an alert on my phone, like the citizen app to tell you kind of what's going on in the city. Um, right. Video of this tear gassing incident, you know? So like that was the SWAT truck that rolled by and then tear gassed these people. And I mean, we just, it was a very intense time. Um, so all this going on, I am just processing the, the wildness of seeing, and I, I'm very much a person I say in my LinkedIn profile, I'm an observer and, um, I do observe. So just being in the center of all of it just gave me a lot to think about. Right. Um, and so obviously that was, I wasn't, everybody was just shocked, shocked, mm-hmm. awakened, um, and so, and people were, were doing that and saying, expressing on LinkedIn. And I honestly, I was just so surprised. I, I was so, I was just sitting there. I was like, this is really not something I ever would have expected to see <laughs> right. on LinkedIn. You know, when you told me, I think I joined back in like 2006, when it was really just like kind of a barren wasteland of like, yeah. Here's my job, whatever. You right. know, you always say, this is not your grandma's LinkedIn. <laughs> it really wasn't. Um, yeah. And I just started seeing all these powerful voices, you know, voices of the people who who made it into my article. And a few did not. I just, I always want to give a shout out to Crystal Johnson, who. Uh, yeah, Crystal's the bomb. Oh, yeah. Where's she at Nike now? Yeah. Yes. She's she, the bomb. Um, you know, I. I we had an amazing conversation and unfortunately, you know, in the editing process, things have to get cut. And I was very sad about that. Um, however, uh, all the crystal and the, the many other people that I spoke to for the article, mm-hmm. it was their posts. It was their energy. Yeah. To see that, you know? So like I had the energy, I was sitting there, I was going through a very difficult time. Mm, um, as right. We all were. Mm-hmm. And I just saw people like Madison Butler, people like the bomb.com. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like legend. I can't even, I was just reading the article the other day and it said like Madison Butler, a human resources consultant and VP at a startup. And I was just like, that does not even begin to describe the half of it. <laughs> who Madison Butler really is. Like it, it was very hard to try to quantify and put into words. Yeah. Yeah. The power of these people. You know, people like Liz Liba. Um, yes, Liz, the bomb. Yes, yeah. And I think, you know, 
I I want to say it was those two, those two women, their posts on a regular basis. I just saw them out there just like tell it, speaking loud, telling hard truths, being themselves. And I was just like, where, where is I've been looking for all my life. I know. And where's it been? Right. And it, it just, it, it, uh, it came at a time where it really just empowered me as an individual, as a diversity leader, as a speaker, as a podcaster, as a wife, as a mom. It really just empowered me in all of just seeing how all of these things really, because at the, at the peak of it all, we're simply educating those around us and empowering people to say it's okay for you Ashanti to show up in all of your Ashanti-ness me to show up in all of my Keisha-ness whatever it looks like you do that in your voice in your own lane because everybody's not going to sound the same but the fact is we're showing up and I think that's the biggest thing I I get out of the article out of the energy out of communicating with you guys being able to have these conversations and to keep it going at the end of all of this, I, I hear my ancestors cheering me on saying, get it, 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 keep yes. going. Yes. And that's that's the power behind it all. I really want to kind of pivot just a little bit and ask you, when it comes to networking and getting things out in those conversations, what were some of the methods that you used to network, to build up the momentum, to prepare for the article, and even to get some of those stories to be able to tell them? How, what were your networking processes? Because um, I never, um, you know, I have many strengths and I have many weaknesses. I would put networking somewhere in the middle you know? <laughs> On that continuum, um, both from just like being able to do it as an intentional practice or, or just, you know, being oriented toward connecting with a lot of people. You know, I say a lot that I'm an introvert, so it's not a natural thing to me. But what I did, though, is like I said, you know, I observed and, and I actually took a lot of screenshots. You know, I started collecting. Uh, OK. Yeah, I so I have, you know, and it's fun sometimes to go back through my camera roll, camera roll and see the screenshots that I took. But, you know, every, every, <laughs> I just said something that was just fire. I just take a screenshot and I feel like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. You know, yes. Aisha Joseph, you know, I had a lot of. I love Aisha. You know, because she's just a, a truth bomb dropper. And, you know, what? now it feels normal to see. It does. It does. Fire on LinkedIn, like I, but I go back and I look and I just remember my reaction. I'm like, wow, these people really are out here calling people out. Yes, ma'am. And not, and it's like just no holds barred. So I just kept taking screenshots. And then once I did, I just really understood like who I needed to reach out to. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I just, I reached out. I, I think the first two people I reached out to were Madison and Liz and on LinkedIn. Yeah, and it's funny because Liz now tells the story of like, you know, she was like, yes, absolutely, I'll talk to you. I said, you know, I'm working on this story for the New York Times. I love your content, and I want to write a story about, you know, um, people people finding their voice on, on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. And she tells me now, though, she's like, yeah, I did. she was like, oh, oh, you're writing something for the New York Times? Okay, whatever. She she didn't believe it. She was just like, this is not, you know. And what's funny too is I, 
I also kind of didn't believe it, but um, it was just, I was in a place where even if I told myself that this is, this is crazy, this is not going to happen. I was yeah. like, whatever, I have nothing to lose. I'll do it anyway. So to get back to networking, you know, I really, before I reach out or connect with someone, especially if it's not, I like organic relationships. Ooh, that's a same here. Uh, and I know you do. And that's why, you know, I, um, like, like I said, I'm taking notes because I look to, um, people who are on the same wavelength to, because I, I know that what, what it is you're doing, your style feels natural to me. So I'm like, I know that we both have this sort of, you know, organic approach. So, um, you know, so I like organic relationships. I really prefer to build a relationship with a person just because I like them. Just yeah, because, yeah. you know, I'm on the same wavelength, I share their energy. Or if I don't share their energy, it's because I, it's, it's, I'm inspired by their energy and they, they help me see things um, in a different way. Hmm. Um, I apologize. I had to turn off my air conditioner because I realized it might be a hum in the back. Um, so, so, yes, I, I really... Uh, I think I said in my show questions to you, my networking style, I've never classified it as such until I wrote it, but it's a basically ride or die, you know, mm. I, I only want to be connected professionally with people who want to be connected with me. Yes, ma'am. Period. And once That's I, it. once we're connected and whatever that's based on, I'm very loyal, you know, like loyalty is, is a big deal to me. Um, so I don't want to be connected with people who I don't feel like, um, you know, who, who will respect my, my loyalty and who will, who will be that way in return. But like, you can't force that, you know, you sure can't, it has to come organically. That is a word that I probably say out of my mouth, probably every single day when it comes to the power of really building relationships because when we think about the word networking taking the 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 fear out the angst all the things that come with the word networking when you hear it and if we replace it with relationships that's more organic for our spirits to just really 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 just connect with people on a way that we've never seen it and i love how you stay in your lane doing what you do. I want to ask you, what's next with you? What else do you have going on? Tell us more about even, you know what, let me back up just a second. What were some of the things that you needed to do during COVID to kind of pivot your business, pivot, pivoting your career and your writing? What are some things that you're doing different from the years when we were not in that pandemic? Well, Keisha, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot I just said to somebody I was like I really am doing the most in 2021 um you know I I made a video for my birthday and I posted on LinkedIn and I just talked about how in 2021 I am just going to while out you know and I was like I mm. want everyone to do the same so to that point I'm actually partnering with um Kavon Ward, who is the founder of Justice for Bruce's Beach out in California, we're launching a national organization that is focused on reclamation of land that was stolen from Black people. And this is based in success that she had 
and is is taking place now. Bruce's Beach was a resort in Manhattan Beach, California, in the 1920s. It was owned by Willa and Charles Bruce, um, mm-hmm. operated by by Willa Bruce, and it was um, a place where black the few black people in Manhattan Beach in the that area could go and relax, um, ideally um, unbothered, you know, because that was a challenge for for us um, to, to find those places. However, in Manhattan Beach, that, that even then, um, buying their own property and owning their own business and being entrepreneurs, they were still subjected to harassment um, by people in the town, by the Ku Klux Klan. Mm. Their lives were threatened. Eventually, the city of Manhattan Beach um, took the land by eminent domain in the late 1920s and mm-hmm. said that they needed to repurpose it to build a park. Well, it took them about 20 some odd years to get around to building that park. Wow. Um, until then, it had just sat there. Kavan, the of- um, it, yeah, yeah, it, uh, it, well, it became, eventually it did become a park and currently has a lifeguard training facility. Last year, Kavon Ward, who I connected with, um, mm-hmm. you know, very interesting networking story. If you want me to get into it, yes. Wrap it up. But uh, she lives in Manhattan Beach, and she was in Manhattan Beach um, last summer when she just realized um, that Bruce's Beach was not properly recognized. That it wasn't. It wasn't ever. It it had an owner. <laughs> And the owners were Willa and Charles Bruce. Um, and uh, so she started Justice for Bruce's Beach and did incredible community organizing work to raise this issue and get the land back to the descendants of the Bruce family. So working with the Bruce family, working with legislators in, uh, in California, working with the L.A. County Supervisor Janice Hahn, Kavan's work resulted in a bill in the California legislature that's now moving through the legislature to return the land to the Bruce family descendants. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, at, you know, the networking piece is that, um, you know, we, so let me step back a minute. So now uh-huh. we want to take that success and replicate it and make it possible so that other black families can find whether they've ever owned land i love that see about reclaiming um or getting restitution yes. uh, so so that's what we're doing we're 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 in a very we're in a soft launch right now and you're one of the first people actually to, to hear about it from my mouth listen so. <laughs> i love it i love it it is so needed it's going to it's it's going to empire empower empires to be built at levels where we've never seen them i absolutely love the energy i love the way it feels and i love what you guys are doing this is important this is so important to our generations coming up important it's important for our ancestors to even feel this too i love this yes it is good 
So when you say, you know, how have I pivoted? You know, how has, has mm-hmm. the pandemic affected my business? You know, I'm not a very business oriented person. I'm a creative spirit, you know, and um, and I also am very connected to the spirit of my ancestors. And I always have been, but really just started mm-hmm. to, to realize and understand that in 2020. Same. And I know that, you know, I'm here to to make a, a difference and just serve other people and know that, you know, I will, that's just my first inclination is always to just um, fight for people who have been wronged or fight for injustice wherever I see it. And this is a major injustice. You know, we see now uh, we have the, the Tulsa massacre. So many people are just learning about that for the first time. I know, time. I know. That that documentary opened a lot of people's eyes, and yes. even had Tom Hanks write an op-ed. And listen, once I Tom know Hanks writes, I I mean I can't think of a least offensive person. I know there's people out there who are like hate Tom Hanks for whatever reason, but I'm saying, you know, like that's Tom Hanks, that's Forrest Gump, that's well, that's Woody. that's Forrest Gump, story, you know, <laughs> like it's. And he's saying, I never knew about this. We must know about this. We must uncover this history. And we must do something about these injustices. The Tulsa massacre was, you know, horrific, horrific. But it's not the only one. It's not. Um, There's so many that didn't make the history book and didn't. They're not telling the story. And I love the fact that more and more every year it's getting uncovered even more but there was something about 2020 and the uncovering and the the 100 year that we're celebrated this year that really just uncovered something in so many different communities and so many different genres so many different spaces that I'm in people are talking about says to me that the organic approach, the relationship, the way that that thing spreads like wildfire is happening. It's a big deal. And I see it. It is a big deal. So mm-hmm. if I can jump, I'll, I'll, I'll jump into the, what, what your next question might be, which is the story, <laughs> the story of how I hooked up with Kaman and how this all came about because when you want to talk about organic I feel like it doesn't really get more organic than this um I have a friend her name is Christina Chang she works in um DEI in the university advancement and fundraising space and we Mm -hmm. met at a conference back in 2018 and we immediately connected um again just one of those people who was like you just you just know it doesn't take long, but you know. So we've kept in touch, and she had reached out to me um, to ask me a question. This was, um, I think, last summer or, or thereabouts. And she mentioned her friend, Kavon Ward, who was doing this amazing work in Manhattan Beach for this resort. And I said to myself, that sounds amazing. That sounds incredible. It always, you know, stuck, stuck, back, stuck with me. Particularly because at that time I had just read a story about George Floyd's family and his history. Mm, yeah. And in that story, it said that his great great grandfather, a man named Hillary Thomas Stewart, um, had owned 500 acres of land by the time he turned 21. He was born um, into slavery and gained his freedom at eight years old. And he had uh, acquired this land 
um, through a series of, uh, you know, I'll, I will classify them as deceptions. Uh-huh. Um, that land was was taken from him. So so George Floyd's family was deprived of the ownership of considerable land, and who knows how many, how much economic opportunity, how much wealth building opportunity. How might how might his life have have changed? So those two things just really stuck with me. Yeah. Fast forward a few months, I read an article in the New York Times about Bruce's Beach, about how it was you know on the verge of of being returned. Yeah. I hadn't. I didn't even. I just. It was one of those things. You know when you. Sh- I don't know what your LinkedIn sharing behavior is, Keisha. I think we have different types. So sometimes. I'll make I'll I'll go to post something I'll be like you know what I'm gonna hold back on this or uh-huh. I'm gonna post something I'm just say I'll say go ahead so I made a post on LinkedIn I said I shared the story and I said what would happen what would it look like if we started a project on black families find out whether they've ever been connected to land that had been stolen through mm-hmm. violence or other means. yeah what would that look like? And I literally said at the top of the post, I said, I don't have time for this, <laughs> but if anybody <laughs> wants to run with it. So I, I just said, I me- saw that post. You, right. Yes. I believe you commented on I it. I right. did. So that's where this all started because I felt the energy, the, the response of people to that post. I said, you know what? I was just sitting drinking my coffee and I shared a story that I thought was important. <laughs> but you know what? Since people seem to be really into it, let me just move forward. And then literally I remembered only after people started commenting, it just it connected. I was like, wait, this is Kavan Ward, who my friend Christina was telling me about. Oh. I immediately I said to Christina there are people who want to make this happen who, who are inspired by Kaman's work and want want to see justice further delivered and then from there it was history and now we're about to launch this organization and I think that we're going to make a, a huge impact and yes I- oh so, um, so yeah so that that has been the magic of networking for me and my style. So now I'm just like, <laughs> okay, you know what? My style is okay. I'll go with it. You know, your style is shifting. Network, I know. A master networker, but I'm just gonna do me, baby. That's what you're, supposed to do. and that is exactly what works and goes back to the organic magic in the networking. That's exactly it, and I love how it's evolved and listen to me when I say this, I'm so excited for you in this next venture. And I want you to know that I'm here to support in any way. And I love, 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 love all things Ashanti Martin. Tell the folks Ashanti where they can connect with you, your best platform you want them to connect on. How can we stay in line? And then anything else you want the listeners to know, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. This has been great too, by the way. I'm glad. I'm glad. And and I I appreciate the opportunity to um you know talk about some of these these uh interpersonal issues that I think that we, we need <laughs> to talk more about. Like, you know, I was just talking to someone, I, I was interviewing someone for uh for my podcast yesterday, and I'm excited to release that. We were talking about hard skills and soft skills and how Oof, look. Can even like the term. Um, 
because the soft skills are not soft, you know? So for <laughs> topic on a quote unquote soft skill and just do a deep dive with people and their different experiences, very valuable. So I appreciate that. Um, people can definitely connect with me on LinkedIn. No, LinkedIn is popping. Connect on LinkedIn. You no, know, I. If you had asked me 15 years ago, what would be my um, social media platform of choice? I would not have said LinkedIn. I probably would have said MySpace. But here we are. So follow me. Connect with me. Send me a message. Um, definitely follow my content because I'm going to be using that platform primarily. I do use Twitter, Love it. less mm-hmm. so, but I'll use LinkedIn primarily to spread awareness about um, our organization um, that we're working on. And uh, we're going to have some media coming out in the next week or so that I think is going to show the traction and the impact that we're getting. So my hope is that is to connect with people who, like you said, I appreciate you offering your support because we're going to need a lot of support. You know, this That's is it. not easy work at mm-hmm. all. Oh, man. About that uh, every day. I think about this is not easy. This is hard. I could stop anytime. That's I don't I don't have to do any of this. But I'm choosing to do it, and I know I only know that I will be able to because of the support of people like you and and hundreds of. We're built for it. That's the one thing I know, and we are our ancestors' wildest dreams. The creativity and all the gifts that you have, whew, they're gonna make well, room for you like you've never seen. You wanna we wanna talk about ancestors? I'm just gonna name drop a couple of mine that I know. Um, so one. Is um, Michael from Good Times? Shut up! Yes. <laughs> and I always was. People always told me growing up, like that's our cousin, that's our cousin. I'm like, okay, like you know, I, that's what? I believe you. And then you know, but he is a cousin of mine, and another cousin in my family, the United Martin families of Jenkinsville, South Carolina, mm-hmm. was the first Black administrator of NASA under President. Oh, um, come on. Charles Bolden. Um, so I have a lot of, um, you know, it really is in my blood just to, um, you know, be a, we value education, we value yeah. leadership. And that really just carries through me in ways that I didn't even really realize growing up, but I'm starting to now. What a blessing, Ashanti. And as you look to, all the gifts that you have to know that is it's exciting and think about how people can uncover uh, uh, uncover all of the geniusness inside of their lineage it, i can see so many people coming alive because of this and i'm i'm such a firm believer that it's really impossible to know where you're going if you don't know where your family's been, if you don't know the power of the things that our great grandmas did and our great uncles and all these things. If we don't know those things, it's really difficult for us to even forge the path. So I always say to people, find out where you come from, find out where your lineage is and and research it and really teach our children so that we can break this systemic cycle of these disparities in education where they're teaching 
that Columbus Day is this. Oh my God! Don't even get me yeah. going. No, that's what we're going to do. That's, that's what we're going to I do. I love it. You know, and I just want to say, with regard to land, you know, the the history of ownership, land mm-hmm. ownership, it does a lot to understand that yes, we are entrepreneurs. Yes, we are business people. Um, there was a time. And there are times, there will be times, but there was a time where we were doing the thing. We had Black Wall Street. Uh, we ran businesses. We ran profitable, profitable businesses. Looked after our communities. Listen. And then when you when that is hidden, and you start to tell a story of yourself based on well, only what you know, and when what you know is what society is saying about you, you know that's like you said. That is only going to continue this cycle. Right. So that's what we're trying to do is break that cycle. I love it so much, Ashanti. And I'm so glad that you pulled up today, girl. We got more to talk about. Maybe you guys both can come back together as things get moving and we tell this story and keep it going and keep it out in the forefront. Maybe when you guys visit to St. Louis, you can come on my talk show, The Welcome. Network Plug. Yes. It's- Yes, it's on the Roku channel. It's launching late summer. And girl, I've been gathering amazing folks and talking about the power of networking through their media, through their medium, I should say, the way that they do it and how they're connecting. Because we all do it different, but it's the same thing. It's all organic. Okay. Well, you know what, Keisha? I will come back. Kavan will join me. Kavan, yes. (laughs) And um, be you to be on my podcast if you thank you i'm coming okay i'm coming i love to chat and i love to learn and i love to connect that's all things keisha and again shanti thank you for coming today thank you for being so willing and thank you for sharing all of the goods that you shared with us today thank you keisha you're welcome and i will see you soon virtually maybe okay. sunday <laughs> see you on clubhouse I yes i've been a little busy uh starting this birthing this organization so Oof. i missed a couple couple sundays but i will be back keep birthing keep pushing keep preparing know that we we are here to support you and hold you up in all things know that thank you you're welcome i'll see you really soon thank you so much have a blessed day You too, Keisha. Thanks, Shanti. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Networking. It's your superpower. Now, remember, networking truly is your superpower, but you must be intentional about the entire process. I've been getting a lot of messages and questions about how and where to start. So I created a free networking starter kit. Yes, it's free. The way you find this and the way you get access is you go to my Instagram, follow me on Instagram, and then go and click the link in my bio and download the free networking starter kit. Yes, it's been created with you in mind, and it's so super simple to follow. Again, follow me first on Instagram, Mrs. Keish, M-R-S-K-E-S-H, Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S. I'll see you around. Happy networking.